you really can't go anywhere online or even in your real circle of friends without hearing someone talk about how it's the new year and what their goals are and what they're hoping for. And it's pretty contagious. It's pretty exciting to think about a whole brand new year ahead of us. And I totally get it. There's so many people that are just aching to finally do that thing that they've always wanted to do. And for a lot of us, that means growing our passions and maybe it means growing our business and finally taking that little thing that we've been mulling over or maybe even pouring into for the last six months, the last year, the last several years, and finally doing something big with it, something real with it. Maybe if that is just a couple extra hours a week, maybe it's, hey, I really finally want to start the thing and I totally am serious. Like I want to do this thing and this is the year I'm going to do it. But oftentimes the anxiety and the overwhelm that you're already experiencing tends to get in the way and hold you back. But if your commitment is real, your commitment is strong, you're enthusiastic and you're ready to do this this year, but you don't want to feel the overwhelm with starting or growing your business, guess what? We're going to talk about it today inside of this episode on how to get organized on the back end of all of the tasks and all the things that you have to do to get up and running and to actually grow your business from home. I'm so excited to dive into this topic with you. Grab your pen and paper and let's get started with today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. All right, what's it going to be? What's the new thing this year? What are you focusing on? I'm sure you have lots of goals inside of your home, your personal life, but what about your business? What about that work that you do? Those, you know, extra things that you dream about and you think about. For me, it's obviously this business here. And there is a podcast coming soon about what my own personal goals are um, for 2023. But before I jumped into that, I wanted to make sure that we took a little time quickly since the new year is here and really rolling. Uh, I just looked at the calendar and it's like, oh my gosh, we're like, I feel like it was just, I don't know, time flies, right? And it's just the beginning of a new year. And I feel like it's super contagious and everyone's really excited about, you know, the things that they aspire to do throughout the year. And I definitely am too. And I want you to be as well. Um, and this is a really fun time to be able to put some pen to paper, to make some commitments. But even more than that, for me, it doesn't really matter what time of the year it is. This is a great time of year to actually leverage the environment and what is influencing us from all around, right? It's it, it feels really good for everyone around you to be motivated. Like that's such an encouraging thing. And so you do want to use that. I mean, I love using this time of year as 
an excuse or a reason. Like I love diving in and, and really participating in the fun of things and celebrating the new year. But I want you to continue this all year long, as does anyone that is coaching or mentoring or teaching, right? It's super important that you take this feeling that you have right now and you do something really practical and tangible with it. And so if you're trying to start a business or you want to grow one, and that's something that you're really working hard on and you want this year to really have that as a focal point, let's talk about the steps, like what you can actually do to be able to get organized. I'm just going to get right down into the nuts and bolts of it. You likely already have a lot going on in your life that you're trying to juggle. And maybe you're already trying to juggle those work hours and how you're going to support either the people on your team. If you're in a management level position, maybe you don't even run your own business. Maybe you work for a company but there's so much that you want to do. Maybe you want to be able to promote, or maybe you just want to do a better job at managing, or maybe you want to help the company that you work for grow. Or if it is actually your company, maybe you've been doing it for a while, or maybe you've been sitting on these ideas and doing some things for a while, but it's just very clear that you actually want to make something happen. That is more than just kind of like the hamster wheel of just showing up and executing on the work. You want to see some growth. You want to see some movement and now feels like a really good time, but it's like how and what, because there's so much going on between the house and the kids and, you know, the husband and the finances and the grocery shopping and just all of the things. It's like, when and where does this fit in without me giving up my sleep and There's just a lot of roadblocks that can happen in there and you do need time to be able to do the things like you have to have time set aside to be able to work on your business because just throwing it on your plate is overwhelming if you're trying to do it on top of all of the other things. There's obviously so many episodes in this podcast that are geared towards time management that will 100% help you with that. So if you're really struggling with that portion of where do I even find the time? How do I structure my time? Make sure that you check out all of those other episodes. There's so many to just even be able to name them right now. That's why I created a podcast vault. You can go to chelseajoe.co backslash podcast vault. It's just a link to a spreadsheet where you can search all time management podcast episodes and any episode really. So obviously you have a lot on your plate you know that you need time to do all the things. And then with the time when you actually do sit down and you have the time, it actually (laughs) needs to produce something. It's hard to make that time valuable. If the kids are running in, if you can't find the list on where you wrote all the things down, or you wrote multiple lists and now you don't know which one you actually did. And so you have to go back and check, did I actually do the thing? And not only that, it's like, what do I even do? Where do I even start? How do I even do it? And everything takes so much time. It's, you need to know exactly what to do. And when you sit down to work, you don't have time to mess around. These things are probably already at the forefront of your brain. And you're like, yeah, Chelsea, I get it. That is the problem. (laughs) That's why I wanted to listen to this episode. I just want you to know that this is something that is a common thread for so many people, 
there are so many people that just throw themselves at their dreams and their goals while they're just hustling and just in a full sprint, a marathon sprint, like trying to catch their breath, fall down and just basically pass out in bed at the end of the day and get a little bit to be able to try and do another marathon sprint the next day. Like this is a pattern for a lot of people, but what I really want to encourage you to take away from this episode before we get into the three steps is I really don't want you to guess what you should do on what day of the week anymore. I don't want you to guess or assume that you have more things to do than you have time for. And I don't want you hiding in the dark and sitting over there fearing how long it's going to take to get all of the tasks done and make major mountains out of what likely could be molehills. Those feelings that you have are valid and those are experiences that you are living in every single day, but there are solutions. There are things that you can do to truly be able to show up for one to three to five hours a day every single day and have a focused time on your work, regardless of what season your life is currently in. In the world of work, when we talk about isolating your life down to just the work that you want to do or your work block, your business goals that we have and that we're going to be talking about, this is where you make a small shift away from that ever evolving and fluid out of our control factor that most of us moms like to call children. (laughs) We're going to make a small shift away from what that looks like because, and what that feels like when we look at our work block, because in your business, you have full control over what you produce and when you produce it. Our kids are ever changing and fluid and evolving from minute to minute to minute to minute, regardless of how old they are, there will be curveballs. There will be things that they're, they're humans, right? They're humans. And that's not something that we have control over. We can, we can guide, we can steward, we can, you know, put them within the restraints of rules and patterns and routines and frameworks. We can do that, but they're still humans, right? And so they're out of our full control. We're just there to give guidance. So when it comes to looking at systems and what that looks like in our home, that's a completely different ball game than what we have control over in our businesses. And so you've got to make the shift that when it comes to the time that you spend in your business, you have full control over what you produce and when you produce it. This is where you have the power to leverage two things, strategy and organization. There will be times when you can't, you can't control when you are working because a child needs you. I get that. There will be times when you can't control when, even though you thought you could work, you might not be able to, but what you produce and when you produce it is still within your control. When you sit down to work, you have the ability to control 100% what you're doing with that time. So that means you have two things to address. And I just said it, but I'm going to say it again. The first is strategy and the second is organization. Strategy meaning the why and the how behind the actual things that you're going to choose to do. Strategy is not my lane. I mean, I've learned it and I've learned it really well over the last several years. First for my event-based business that I ran with my mom 
and then getting really serious with my strategy in this business, I learned it and I'm still learning it. There are endless ways to grow a business. Some work faster, some are less time consuming than others, and some have a better all around ROI than others. For me, I wanted to make sure that every single thing, time and money that I put in had the maximum return to me that it possibly could because I want to be able to have more time with my children than I did when I was working in a corporate setting. I gave up my entire career to do this and there's so many of you that are listening that will feel the exact same way. And even if you're not giving up a career, you're giving up time taking care of all of the other things that you feel like you should be doing, right? And so you want to make that time really meaningful. And not only that, you're probably investing not just time, you're investing your emotions, you're investing trust from other people, and you're investing finances. And so those things you want to make sure that there is a really good return on it. I learned my business strategy from other business owners that I wanted to mirror. I've learned a lot, like a lot. I've paid to learn. I've networked to be able to learn. But bottom line is that I've learned strategies that I felt had the best ROI for me. And then I went all in and you have to figure out what strategy you're going to use. One strategy is the spaghetti strategy. You literally pick something up, you throw it at the wall, you see what sticks that has the lowest return on the investment. In my opinion, there is a lot to be said for grit and bootstrapping things, but There's a lot of grit and bootstrap that happens when you pay someone to teach you a strategy (laughs) because you still have to go out there and you still have to learn it by actually doing it. But the actual nuts and bolts of what works and what doesn't work in your line of work that you're trying to do, that is best learned from a mentor of some sort, either paid or free. Now, here's the second thing, organization. That is in fact my lane. That is hardcore my lane. And so that's where... I'm going to tell you right now these three very specific places or tips that you need to focus so you can get organized and actually work on growing your business this year. And if you're like, well, how do I get organized if I don't have my strategy in place? It doesn't matter. Getting organized from day one is imperative if you want to start growing. I started systemizing my business literally, literally from the time I had an idea, I had a binder that had tabs. And that binder grew from tabs into what is now my full on company operating system. I've always organized my education from junior high all the way through college and then into my career and now my business. So getting organized is not something that you do after you hire people, after you figured out what you're doing, you get organized from the beginning. And if you started and you're not organized, guess what? You have to start organizing now and you have to pull all of the mess out and you have to get organized from right now. If you already have systems in place and they're not working for you, guess what? They're not working for you. Don't slap a bandaid on that bad boy. Fix it. Fix the whole thing. Get rid of everything. Put in organization that works and that is clear for you. So what are the three things that you need to do? First, you need to know what to do, what you need to do in your business every day, every week, and every month. So you're going to write it all down. You're going to figure it out. And if you have to guess, you have to guess. And then you will learn if those daily, weekly, monthly things are actually what need to be done. And if they're not, then you will change them. 
And if you need to add something else, you will add something else, but you've got to find a starting point right now. You need to know how long it takes you to do every single one of those things. Yes. Don't call me crazy. Call me a mad scientist and call me a genius. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) But I'm not kidding. When I make people go through this process, they're like, your brain is, they hate me for a minute. And then once they actually see that it works and their life is forever changed and it saves them tons of money and tons of time and they can get back to their life and there's actually a huge return and they're organized and it's amazing, then they thank me. So you need to know everything, everything that you need to do daily, weekly, monthly, how long it takes you to do those things. And then lastly, and step number one is to know what projects you want to complete. And you can either look at these by the quarter or by the year. When I first started, I like to look at things by the quarter because I couldn't see that far out into the year, but now I'm able to look at the full year and then break that down into what do I want to do the first, second, third quarter. And I typically leave my fourth quarter open for anything left over. Okay. Number two, what do you need to do? You need to build an operating system to house all of that information that you just wrote down on a piece of paper. This stuff cannot live on a to-do list. There's a podcast episode not too far back that explains in depth what happened when I got out of my operating system, stopped using my workflows and went into to-do lists. It wasn't good. Let's just say that it doesn't work. Uh, and I know that it just happens when you outgrow something and you don't keep up with it. Right. So that's where you're at right now. You have either outgrown, you never had an operating system or you're just starting. So that's what you need to do. You got to get all of this out of your head. It should not be forever on paper. You need a software platform that you can easily automate that is not confusing and that is super consistent. I choose to use MeisterTask. You can go to MeisterTask.com. Super inexpensive. They actually have a free version, uh, but the paid one is eight bucks a month and then everything that you could ever need is there for you and it will grow with you. It will grow with you to a million dollar company. I mean, it's literally working for people, for teams of all sizes. It's like, it's fantastic. So meistertask.com is definitely where you should go to be able to build that out. And what that is, is that is just a series of workflows that hold your daily, weekly, monthlies, which we call your DWMs, and then that hold all of your projects and the start to finish on that project and what that looks like. You can build your content calendar in there. Everything that your business needs to do daily, weekly, monthly should be organized in there. All right, here's step number three. You need to know what days you're going to operate each part of that operating system. So when you show up to that workflow, you need to know what days are you going to be working on those projects? What what days are you writing the blogs? What days are you posting the social media? What days are you doing client work? When are you doing these things? When are you doing bookkeeping? When are you doing finances? Like when are you doing all of those things? And it should be assigned and it should be very, very clear. There should be No wonder in your brain at all on what day of the week, anything will be done. It should be laid out for you. And here's why. And then we will wrap this up because you will be thinking about it while you're cooking dinner and while your kids need help with homework. And while you're trying to answer the email that you didn't want to answer while you were doing said dinner, taxi driving, parent teacher conference, whatever that looks like, laundry, trying to chat with your husband, Your work has no business being wrapped up in those things at all. And we try and we try so hard, but it makes us grumpy. It makes us irritable. It makes us less than what we really want to show up as. 
it makes me less in so many ways. And when I sit down and I really have the back end of my business organized in this manner, which we do, I can't really, frankly, operate or function without it. I truly can't at this point because I just don't keep anything in my head that is for my work anymore at all. I won't reserve mental capacity for it outside of my work block because of what it does to me in all of the other facets of my life. And I don't want my work to come home with me. And there, there's a fine boundary. <laughs> there's actually, what, skeet, rewind. There's actually no boundary. I'm literally in my house doing this work. So let's just be real clear. There is no boundary. And when I used to work, and there have been times where my operating system, I've outgrown it. It needs to be updated because we have grown, right? Because of the things that we have added on. And maybe you add on a new service, or maybe you add on an extra blog each week or an extra YouTube, or you start doing something different on social, or maybe it's a different podcast episode or whatever this looks like for your company, whatever it looks like. Maybe you're running a farm. I've helped so many women that run farms or they support their husbands that run farms. Like maybe there's a new portion. There's a new thing that you're adding. There's new services, like whatever this looks like, you have to make sure that your workflows and your organization on the back end supports those things. And I vividly remember at the end of 2020, there in the fall transitioning into the winter, we didn't keep up and it just, we kind of out, we didn't kind of, we very much outgrew our operating system. And it led to me at one point crying and breaking down to Blaine and saying, I, sometimes I just want a, a quote unquote real job again. And that it's just that feeling of like, I want to be able to go show up to a job and come home and like, never think about it. I would just want to be able to like, shut it down and be done with it. And that doesn't happen to me very often at all anymore. Like I'm completely out of that. I remedied that. And that's how I know that these steps are the solution for you to be able to really show up and get super organized and not have it make you feel overwhelmed and unbelievably stressed. You can, in fact, grow, start, run a business and not let it overwhelm you. So those are the three areas that you can focus on to help you get organized and to help you just really have fun with this whole process. If you want any kind of support uh, from anything that you learn here on the podcast, we have a Facebook group that allows you to come over and ask your questions and just kind of dive in. It's the after party for the podcast. You can go to Facebook and just type in systemize your life, join that group. We would love to support you over there and really come back and listen to the show. I've got some really fun stuff coming up for you in January here on the show and within our community that I don't want you to miss out on. So make sure that you are subscribed to the show and I'll meet you back here really soon for another episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. 
All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.